Woody Womack here, joined by Kirk Madoss from Florabama Shore. What's up, man? How you been? What's up, man? Good, man. Just chilling. Oh, we're so happy to have you on a Commitment Issues podcast. Normally, we talk about recruiting, but during the during the uh, quarantine time, you you got into rivals mentions talking about De'Ara King, talking about Miami. So with Miami rolls, yeah. <laughs> we thought <laughs> he's, got, he's got the shirt on. We thought the retro shirt on today. <laughs> we thought what better time than to have you on to brag about Miami, especially uh, with the showdown with Clemson coming up. So, so you live in Atlanta, but you, you, you also spent some time in Miami, and that's why you represent the U. So tell us how you became a Miami fan. Yep, uh, I was born in England, moved to Miami when I was about two years old. You know, lived there in West Palm Beach until I was about 13. So that's where the, you know, Miami Hurricane roots came from, you know, everyone I hung out with and all the family and stuff I had down there, you know, all were Miami fans, obviously. Just came with me, moved to Atlanta in 2003. And that's how the, you know, I became a Falcons fan. So, you know, that's why it's kind of the, you know, I'm the Falcons and have the Hurricanes for both sides. But, um, yeah, man, that's it. So it's you weird, though, my mom actually, my mom actually is a Florida State fan, so you know how that goes. <laughs> well, did she get pretty mad at you? Were you, uh, were you in her ear all week talking about that blow? Oh, she stopped watching. She said she stopped watching at halftime. I was like, yeah, I would too. <laughs> so, so you left Miami at the perfect time because they had just, they were, they were just coming off of like a huge wave of winning national championships and that, do, that dominant team yep. right around 2000. What's it been like for you kind of, wandering through the desert here with uh for basically a decade now it seems like i mean i don't know dude it's like i want to get excited but then it's the same thing with the falcons you know it's i want to get excited we have all all the talent in the world you know we have all the pieces now but it's like just we just have this like curse on us right now so it's like yeah i'm happy to be three and oh i love the eric king you know i love what we got going on i love what manny's doing down there but we're going into clemson and this is the real game that's going to either make me cocky and get lit up or i'm just gonna be like all right well we still got some work to do yeah that's the falcons fan in you because miami fans miami fans go from zero to 100 right away we're back oh, yeah. we're back we're winning we're taking <laughs> out clemson i've been seeing on twitter they've been talking they're ready to give clemson a game yeah i mean red lashley's doing his thing down there man i think we'll put points up it's just our defense is kind of sketching me a lot of bit, uh sketching me out a little bit we're letting people score too many points in my opinion but you know, we got a tough defensive line, so hopefully we put pressure on Trevor, and, uh, you know, we'll see. We have athletes. They have athletes, so, you know, we got speed. They got speed. We'll see how it goes. You mentioned that, you know, they've they definitely improved the defensive line, even though they lost Russo. They got a couple transfers in there. But but De'Ara, yeah. King, De'Ara King has been the difference. I mean, do you think just him and Lashley is enough to take the team that couldn't beat Louisiana Tech and turn them into, you know, <laughs> Eight, nine, ten. Honestly, yeah, I think that I think those two are the missing pieces for sure. I mean, Manny's always been good with the defense. We've always had like a top ten defense the past, like I don't know, five, six years, something like that. Whenever he's under, you know, running the defense and stuff. So really, it's just offense. I mean, we have everything in the perimeter. We have all the exterior athletes. It's just the quarterback position was the hardest one. Finally, got a quarterback. I'm excited for in a while. So I mean, and we got Rhett Lashley. We know he's proving the score points. You know, he's doing the same thing with Nick Marshall to Auburn, SMU, all that. So. I think I think we got a I think we got a good offense this year, man. Cam Harris is balling too. So, oh yeah, I can't I can't I can't forget about Brevin Jordan. He's the best tight end in the nation, by the way. I'm sorry, Kyle Pitts, but 
Oh, that's right. That was the other thing. So the two things that, that you took exception with that we wrote this offseason was, one, De'Aaron King wasn't ranked as the number one transfer quarterback, which that, you're winning that one because we had Jamie Newman number one, and he's not even – Oh, man. So, uh, so you won that one. But also you had Jordan over Pitts. Now, this one, it's not settled yet. Pitts had like four touchdowns last week, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He balled out. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm nothing against. It's more so just I wish you didn't go to Florida. <laughs> you know, if Kyle, if Kyle Pitts was anywhere else, I'll give him all his praise. But he goes to Florida, and I'm like, nah, Brevin Jordan all day. What What's crazy about those two, and given, like, the way the big three, especially, like, big three Twitter works, they're fighting over kids in Florida usually. But yeah. Jordan's from Las Vegas, and Pitts is from, like, you know, Pennsylvania. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's the national brand of those teams, right? That, that I mean, kids. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, and Brevin brought a few teammates from Las Vegas with him over here. So I like that. You know, we got Bubba Bowling. I'm pretty sure he was, went to the same school as him as well. Tate Martell, unfortunately, you know, he's going through some stuff right now. And hopefully he figures it out, maybe transfer to UNLV and ball out there. I don't know. But I was excited for him, too. But, you know, stuff happens. So best of luck to him. But, yeah, those Vegas kids, they're balling out in uh, Miami, man. I love it. Yeah, spe- speaking of Tate, like, I-, I didn't go back and search your old tweets to see what you tweeted when they got Tate. But, I mean, obviously we were really high on Tate. He's had some ups and downs. It just didn't necessarily fit in there. Um, did, do you remember him, like, as a recruit? I mean, were you – how hardcore are you following that? I, I found out about Tate Martell, honestly, through QB1 on Netflix. Oh, okay. And, yeah, so that's how I found about him. I was like, I love his attitude. You know, he's kind of cocky, but, like, not too cocky. And I was like, that's honestly a pretty good fit for Miami. And I thought it was going to fit perfectly, but, you know, stuff happens. So, You know, I, I filmed for QB1 Season 3, and I was all excited to watch it. And they, I spent, like, a few hours filming. And then I was in Greece last summer, and I told, like, my family there, I was like, I'm going to be on this show on Netflix. And then my episode came on, and they cut me. I was, I was, oh, cut, man. <laughs> I, was cut, I was cut completely out and they, they used a scene with this dude with like glasses and stuff. And I was like, I guess I don't look dorky and like, I'm a dorky not reporter, not but not, yeah, not quite, <laughs> uh, not quite dorky enough. So, uh, okay. So give us a prediction. We're not going to, we're recording this before Clemson plays Virginia this weekend, but we're going to run it after, uh, what do you think? If you had to make a, a prediction, score prediction, game prediction, or some, even some keys to the game that you think Miami, that give Miami a chance? Well, I think it's going to be high scoring for sure. Uh, like I said, I'm worried about defense a little bit. I'm not worried about a defensive line. And we do have good DBs and stuff. Albage Jr. is good. You know, we have Bubba back there too. It's more so if the defense comes to play, I will predict – I'm going to say Miami 35, Clemson 28. I'll say a touchdown. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So we're locking that prediction. I don't know if, if I had to make a pick, I'm probably, you know, I love Trevor Lawrence. I always said like people who listen to this podcast know that when he was like 16, I called him the greatest football player that's ever played. So (laughs) no, he's so good. Right. I got to stick with Trevor. So I, I think Miami, though, like, I think they can score on Clemson. I think, I think you know, we're looking at a bit of a shootout, maybe 38-31 yeah. or something. for Yeah, something like that, yeah. I uh, agree. Al Blades is a personality, man. You should uh, – if you can ever link up with him and talk to him, he's crazy. I mean, we used to love him as a recruit. He was so much fun to deal with for us. I bet. I like him a lot. You play – did you play high school football? Yeah, I played. 
Okay, where'd played. you go to high school here? I went to Sequoia, then I moved to Sandy Springs. I was either going to Osborne or keep staying at Sequoia. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to Sequoia. Osborne hasn't won a football. Actually, they won their first game in, like, first time in, like, three years, actually. So props to Osborne High School. But other than that, yes, I went to Sequoia, and I commuted through Sandy Springs and Sequoia. Yeah, those aren't really two pow- – those aren't some powerhouse <laughs> programs, really, that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were good though when I was there, man. We went to semifinals my junior year. You know, we went to the playoffs every year except my sophomore year. That senior class was terrible. No offense, but I mean, we're pretty decent. All right, okay. Well, so we, you clearly anyone who listens to this knows that you know your stuff. But uh, you you we see you like with the rest of Atlanta crying about the Falcons. I mean, just the the hurt, the pain. It's like a abusive relationship. I mean. The, the way they blew that game, uh, first of all, the, the Cowboys game was a, was a disaster, right? That was, honestly, that was probably worse than the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl that hurt more, but the way we lost that game really just like – I laughed, put it that way. I wasn't even upset. I literally was like laughing. It was like so embarrassing. Like, especially that onside kick was crazy. I get it. Like, they didn't think it was going to reach 10. But, I mean, if you're that damn close and there's no one near you, just, grab, just jump on the ball. Right. I mean, I don't know, man. But we see onside kicks all the time that are recovered before they go 10 yards by the Yeah, all the time. No, no football coach has ever said, let it go 10 yards before you try to fall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was a really weird situation. But then you had the Bears game the following week, which they were up 26 to 10 in the fourth quarter. How did they, how did they lose that one back to back? And how did they not fire the coach? Did you expect the coach to get fired after that? I thought I was going to wake up in the morning with a notification saying, you know, <laughs> that Dan Quinn was fired and I did not So I'm kind of confused. I guess we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll let this year play out. So I guess we can tank for Trevor. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can't, do you blame Matt Ryan though? For Honestly, him? no. I, I hate on Matt Ryan a lot, and I and I apologize for that. It's really not his fault. To me, it's just like something about Matt Ryan's play that like just doesn't do it. Like I feel like whenever I say, I always tell my friends he doesn't have that like it factor. If that makes sense, like sometimes like he'll extend plays as much as he can, but like he'll take too many sacks in my opinion. And just I feel like he just puts blinders on in the red zone to Julio. Like even if Julio's double covered, he's open. Like, that's, how, that's my opinion. I mean, right. throw it up or overthrow it at least. Like, I think he'll get the ball. It's just certain things that Matt Ryan does that kind of makes me mad. But, I mean, statistically on paper, you can't hate on Matt Ryan. I mean, he's amazing. Right, and Ridley's, Ridley's awesome now too. I mean, that's – Oh, yeah, pretty- Ridley. Ridley's everything I thought he was going to be. He's exceeding expectations for sure. The crazy thing about Ridley in high school, so he was older than everybody else, right? Like, his senior year in high school, I think he turned – it was like he turned 20, so he couldn't play. He could only play three games. So everybody always thought, oh, when he gets to college and he's playing against kids his own age, he's going to be terrible. That's going to level off. It's never leveled off, right? Not at all. He's <laughs> only getting better still. <laughs> right. I mean, I kept trying. That was what I was saying to, to fans who were ripping his ranking at the time. I was like, he's 20. There's seniors that are 22. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's going to keep getting yeah. better until he's like 30. So uh, Exactly, yep. Anyway, so uh, quarantine, we know it was, a, it was boring for all of us. You had no sports to watch. Uh, what did you do with your time? Did you binge anything? Did you watch anything fun? Uh, yeah, I watched not a, a lot of Netflix. Um, and another thing, too, yeah, with uh, quarantine, we were supposed to film, actually, our show back in April. And obviously, that didn't work out, you know. So it's a lot of free free time on my hands, a lot of Netflix watching. I'm trying to think of some shows I watched that I really liked. Uh, I love Umbrella Academy. 
Oh, oh really? Okay. Uh, yeah, Umbrella Academy is pretty good. Did you watch? Um, did, you, did you ever watch Dave on Hulu? Dave is hilarious. I binge watched that whole thing in like two days. <laughs> I was mad that Dave didn't get nominated for any Emmys. I was like, I know yeah, it. that's weird. I mean, I, yeah, I don't get it either. I mean, I thought that show was amazing, and he's so funny, and I like that he like plays himself. Like you could tell that's him in real life. <laughs> right, Dave was Dave was super funny. Kind of reminded me of like a young like Curb Your Enthusiasm or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? Larry David was they got good. renewed for a second season, so that's good. Okay, we're on that. The one I watched that like people might not expect that I normally would give out as a recommendation on the podcast that I haven't talked about is Yellowstone. Have you watched Yellowstone? No, I've heard about that. I need to say, is it good? Okay, so it's like a cowboy show in yeah. Montana. And you'd be like, okay, I don't like, you know, I'm not like a Western person. It's got Kevin Costner in it. It's basically like a mafia show, but with cowboys. So like these guys like, you know, they don't take any, they don't take any stuff. And I mean, they're out there killing people and stuff like that. I was, I binged through the whole thing, like three seasons in like a week and a half. Dang, I'm gonna have to start, is it on Netflix or what is it on? It's on Peacock, which is like NBC's thing. It's free, but there's commercials. Um, okay, sure, I'm, gonna so, to, I'm gonna have to try that out. I might check start it out. that tonight. The audience yeah. needs to listen to that too. I mean, it depends if you like how, I mean, I grew up in Oregon. No, I like stuff like that. <laughs> so, I like stuff like that. I got a little cowboy in me, but yeah, I was totally, I was way into <laughs> to Yellowstone, totally. Um, so you, you mentioned you missed the filming when I guess you guys were probably trying to line up with spring break, right, in April? Yeah, I'm guessing, yeah. Be around more young, rowdy people. Oh, this, but, this is a question I want to ask you about. People don't understand, like, if you've never been to Panama City, like, for spring break, it's actually, like, more intense than you see on, like, Girls Gone Wild commercials, right? I mean, it's... Oh my gosh, back, yeah, back in the day, spring break, Panama City, it's like, whew, that took years off your life, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I used to, I went like, here I am, Mr. Small Town Boy from Oregon, and I moved to Orlando to go to college at UCF, and one of my friends was like, hey, I'm selling, he was selling like ticket, you know, you like these, like these tour tickets where they go to like, like a bar hopping type thing, and he's like, okay. you, you gotta come up and see me, and I went there. And I mean, I seriously was like, it was the most insane thing I'd ever seen. Like my eye, like I'd never experienced <laughs> anything, anything like it. It's wild, man. It's wild for sure. So, so you're going back to filming now. Are, are you allowed to say where you're going or where you guys are? Cause you were in. Well, that's funny because I don't even know where we're going. Oh, they okay. have us all in the dark about it. There's like, Hey, here's these certain dates that we need you guys for. Just be ready then. I was like, where are we going? They're like, we don't know yet. We can't tell you, which I'm sure they know. You know, stuff like right, that. Right, of course is. they know, yeah. Yeah, but yep, so we don't even know. So I can't even spoil that for y'all because I don't even know. <laughs> what, what, what kind of protocols do you, are you going to get, you guys got to get tested? What's going to Oh, yeah, we're going to have to get tested. And if anyone tests positive, obviously you're going to have to quarantine for two weeks, which will stink, so, you know, because we only filmed for, for like a month, month and a half. So two weeks out of that, we kind of take you out of a lot of episodes, I feel like. So I wonder how they're going to deal with that because they haven't told us about that either. But I've been trying to, you know, stay away from people as much as I can coming up to filming. Besides, like, my girlfriend to go to the dog park and stuff like that. But I guess we'll see. And then um, we're actually, I think, well, I'm not too sure, but I'm almost positive we're doing, like, a bubble. Oh, really? <laughs> that's kind of cool. That's yeah, what I was going to so ask. Show, yeah, for people that haven't watched our show, you know, same production company as Jersey Shore. You know, it's eight of us. We get rowdy, do stupid stuff, whatever. Um, yeah, so this is going to be kind of weird because – our show's based on like really us going out, meeting people, having fun. So now that we're in a bubble, 
I'm wondering how they're going to make that work. I guess we're probably going to maybe have friends and family come visit. I don't know. But either way, I mean, I guess it makes sense, you know, stay COVID free. Yeah. So, so yeah, you'll get a little taste of like NBA life. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> All hopefully, right, our, yeah. hopefully our dorms are a little bit nicer. Though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have, there's a dude who goes to my gym who plays in the NBA and he came back and he was like, it was, I was like, how was it? And he was like, it was so easy. He was like, he was super, he didn't seem to hate it that much, but I think he's a little more down to earth than some of the people we saw, you know. Yeah, I honestly feel like, because right when the bubble started, you remember when you saw like the plates of food going viral? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like they got bullied into giving them good food. Like we helped them out. <laughs> like everyone was just roasting them. Here, here's the thing about staying on property at Disney. Like they know they have you there because you're going to Disney and you can't leave. So they don't even care about like customer, like they, they try to be nice and everything, but it's not like they go like the food is the food, man. I mean, yeah. it's mass, it's, it's lunch line type stuff. Now I saw some, some nicer food and I think you could order in and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, when I saw that, I'm pretty, I don't know if I tweeted it. Maybe I thought about it, but I'm pretty sure I quoted a tweet and I was like, there's no way in hell LeBron James eating that. <laughs> no. well, that that's, that's why when it got to like, it was Damian Lillard's birthday and they showed like, they showed the uh, balloons outside of the presidential suite. And I was like, I knew there was a hierarchy. I knew, I knew oh, yeah. LeBron and Damian Lillard and Kawhi Leonard were not staying in those little rooms with the little. No way. No chance. No way. I would I would have liked to have been part of the conversation though, like how they di- how they divided up the rooms, who got the presidential suite. Yeah, right. I who knows? I'm sure there's a lot of arguments. So, <laughs> you got anything else you want to promote before we before we wrap up? We got your Twitter is your name at uh, Kirk. Yeah, I'm only on Twitter and Instagram. And it's my name, Kirk Madoff at Kirk Madoff. And um, yeah, just if you guys haven't watched Florida Bama Shore, try to catch up on it. I'm pretty sure you're going to see it on the MTV app um we'll be back on tv very soon so you know it's pretty exciting and all my miami fans that'll see this that don't know the show now you can watch the show we got a fellow cane right here baby <laughs> and falcons fans as well that's right we're gonna we're definitely gonna promote this uh to to the miami fans and you got to come back okay you got to come back on when uh oh by the way you can't so wait you're about to go film you can't watch football when you're in there or what <sighs> well we could probably make some work out i mean that's <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's another thing I have to talk to the high-ups about because if we're going to be in a bubble, we definitely – they got to at least give us one TV for Saturdays, Sundays. <laughs> like, wow. I'm, I'm going to have to put that in the contract or something because there's no way – especially if Miami's having the season I think they're going to have. I can't miss this. I've been waiting a decade. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't go without having sports for that. Oh, it's, it's pretty hard, man. It really is. It's uh, like a glor- – I hate to say it this way, but it's literally like a glorified prison in a way. It's like <laughs> – it's so nice. You get all this cool stuff. You're doing, you know, you're having fun getting paid for it, but it's like, you're so cut off from the world like for that two months. No, you gotta have, you've got to have football. So we'll make, try, okay. to, try to make that happen. And, and after you're done filming, we'll have you come back on and we'll see if you're, we'll see how your prediction got. And it will probably be about college football playoff time. So yeah. Um, love to have you back, man. Yeah, man. I'm glad, glad you had me, man. I was excited when I got that DM. I was like, Oh my gosh. Hey, if y'all hiring too, hit me up, man. Yeah, I only work one month out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll put that. I'm gonna send that. I'm gonna send that to my boss for sure. Hey, thank you. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for joining us. All right, man. Appreciate it. Talk to you later. All right.